The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Hey, it's Monday, a grand and glorious Monday. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Monday, February 14th, 2022. Monday of the sixth week in Ordinary Time in the Missal, it's liturgical year C, cycle two. Monday is a day to pray the joyful mysteries of the rosary. And today is the memorial of Saints Cyril and Methodius. They were brothers. Cyril was born in 827, Methodius in 815. After a brilliant course of studies, Cyril withdrew to a monastery where Methodius had become a monk after some years in a governmental post. Now, the Duke of Moravia asked the Eastern Emperor for political independence from German rule and ecclesiastical autonomy. Cyril and Methodius undertook the missionary task. Cyril's first work was to invent an alphabet still used in some Eastern liturgies. Together, they translated the Gospels, the Psalter, Paul's letters, and the liturgical books into Slavonic and composed a Slavonic liturgy. Their new liturgy was approved by Pope Adrian II. Cyril died in Rome 50 days after taking the monastic habit in 869. Methodius continued mission work for 16 more years. He was papal legate for all the Slavic peoples, consecrated a bishop, then given an ancient see now in the Czech Republic. Legend has it that in a feverish period of activity, Methodius translated the whole Bible into Slavonic in eight months. He died on Tuesday of Holy Week in 884. Saints Cyril and Methodius, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. My God, I adore you, and I love you with all my heart. I thank you for having created me, made me a Christian, and preserved me this night. I offer you the actions of this day. Grant that all of them may be in accordance with your holy will and for your greater glory. Protect me from sin and from all evil. Let your grace be always with me and with all my dear ones. Amen. Along with Pope Francis, we pray for religious sisters and consecrated women, thanking them for their mission and their courage May they continue to find new responses to the challenges of our times. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Perhaps many of us have had the experience of going through driving school. I had the great fortune to actually go through driving school twice, once in the United States and then doing it all over again in Italy two very different experiences. But one thing that was universal in, in those two experiences was that 
I was often told to read the signs. When you're on the road, you have to be attentive. You got to look at the signs so you know the speed limit, you know where the speed bumps are, where the stop signs are. Signs tell the driver what to expect, what to be careful for, where to turn off. And so it's a basic form of safety. Right? Keep your eyes attentive to the signs and what they indicate. And in today's gospel, we hear the word sign thrown around quite a bit. And of course, what we're hearing in the gospel is a little different. When you, Jesus, speak of signs, you're not talking about big placards on the road or what you see in storefronts, but rather you speak of signs as expressions of divine power. When we hear signs in the Bible, it's almost always referring to miracles, signs and wonders. The Pharisees came forward and began to argue with Jesus, seeking from him a sign from heaven to test him. He sighed from the depth of his spirit and said, Why does this generation seek a sign? Amen, I say to you, no sign will be given to this generation. Then he left them, got into the boat again, and went off to the other shore. Jesus, you sigh from the depth of your spirit. What would that have been like? You can imagine our Lord so exasperated, so, in a sense, discouraged by these Pharisees that he groans, he sighs from the, depth of, from the depths of his spirit. Now, we read from the Gospel of Mark. In Matthew's Gospel, he adds an interesting detail where the only sign that Jesus will give is the sign of Jonas. We read, An evil and adulterous generation asks for a sign, but no sign will be given to it except the sign of Jonah. And Jesus, we know that when you refer to the sign of Jonah, you're referring to your own passion, death, and resurrection, the sign of our redemption, the miracle of our redemption. And you go on to say, For as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of a huge fish, so the Son of Man will be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. Jesus, you are a God of signs. You're a God of wonders. You are certainly capable of miracles. As the creator, the sustainer of all that is, you have the power to suspend natural laws in order to fulfill your purposes. And of course, we see miracles throughout the Bible. And miracles primarily served the purpose of confirming their message as being from God. And so the prophets, Moses, Elijah, Elisha, they performed miracles in God's name. And in the New Testament, we see the same. Of course, you, Jesus, the Son of God, perform miracles, but also you give this power, you bestow this power on your apostles. Today, many people still seek to experience the miraculous. 
And some will go to great lengths to have that experience, to witness a miracle. And miracles take place. This is, this is a fact. We can think, for example, of Fatima. Thousands of people in Portugal witnessed the sun dance during the apparitions of Our Lady. On a given day, many, many people, thousands, were there and saw the sun dance. But the question raised by you, Lord, in the gospel is this. Why do people seek these signs? Some people seek after signs because they want confirmation of the truth of God. They want to confirm their faith. They look for confirmation. And there's nothing inherently wrong with this desire. Miracles can aid a person's coming to faith. As we see in the Gospels, many people saw the miraculous signs that Jesus was doing and they believed in his name. There comes a time when enough miracles have been performed, the truth has been proved, and it's time to exercise faith. There's enough credibility, we could say, to make an act of faith. And this is what Jesus asks of all of us, his followers. The signs in themselves, the miracles themselves, will not assure someone's faith and fidelity. We can think of Judas, who witnessed so many miracles of our Lord and yet was not faithful. Perhaps we could say that it's nobler in God's sight to believe without needing a miracle. Jesus, you must have been moved by the Samaritans because we read how many of them became believers because of his words, because of his teachings, not because of miracles or signs. And perhaps that's why you groan when you look at the Pharisees, because it's like they're asking for signs as an occasion to excuse their unbelief, to justify their unbelief. Right? They're testing you by seeking a sign. And they ask that the sign be from heaven. Seeking from him a sign from heaven to test him. Maybe they were thinking of Elijah from the Old Testament who called down fire from the sky to prove that he was the true prophet. And Jesus, you could have done these things, but what would they have accomplished in that moment? These Pharisees, they came to you with the wrong intentions. They were already closed off to you. Probably their test was designed so that you would attempt it and fail in the attempt. They wanted to prove you wrong and thus justify their lack of faith. What are the miracles? What are the signs that we should be looking for? We who are followers of Christ, what signs should we seek? The fact is that you, Jesus, are performing certain miracles before our eyes all the time if we only have the understanding to see. In every Mass, we witness the miracle, the sign of the Eucharist, how you, Jesus, come down from heaven into the Eucharistic species so that they're no longer bread and wine, but truly and substantially your body and blood. That is a miracle. St. Josemaria, the founder of Opus Dei, when he was a young child, a baby, he was healed miraculously by Our Lady of Ciudad. The mother of St. Josemaria went to her asking for her son's healing. She, she prayed to her so that she might intercede on God's behalf. And St. Josemaria was so grateful for this that he built a new shrine 
uh, as an adult when he was already well on in years to thank Our Lady and with a desire that many people would come to venerate her. He built this huge shrine. And so one could ask, well, will that, would that place become a famous place of healings, of miraculous cures, of signs? Perhaps, perhaps that has happened. But the miracles that St. Josemaria desired there were what we could call spiritual miracles. He said, these are the miracles I desire, conversion and peace for many souls, the miracle of confession. And so he built many, many confessionals all throughout that shrine. And he encouraged people to go and to have a conversion, to go to confession, to attend mass, to participate in the sacraments, personal conversions. Those are the miracles that he desired. Lord, help me to appreciate these quiet signs of your power, these subtle spiritual miracles. Today is Valentine's Day in many countries, and February 14th also marks the day of two very special anniversaries in the life of Opus Dei. In 1930, St. Josemaria discovered that contrary to what he had thought, God wanted there to be women in Opus Dei. And in 1943, he found the solution for incorporating priests into the work. So these dates, we could say, commemorate miracles in the life of the church. All of the spiritual good that God has wanted to bring about through these signs and wonders. And so, yes, we need to read the signs, just like when we're driving. We need to be attentive, but let's be attentive to these deeper ones, these deeper spiritual miracles happening all the time. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you've communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help in putting them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 17 past the hour on Daybreak. It's the memorial of St. Cyril and Methodius, February 14, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We begin our day of prayer led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And, and my, my mouth will proclaim your praise. Worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Hallelujah! The Lord is God. 
the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hand. Come, let us worship Christ, chief shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Come, let us worship Christ, chief shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn, as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah, they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Come, let us worship Christ, chief shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship Christ, chief shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship Christ, chief shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! Bow down and hear me, Lord. Come to my rescue. Bow down and hear me, Lord. Come to my rescue. In you, O Lord, I take refuge. Let me never be put to shame. In your justice, set me free. Hear me and speedily rescue me. Be a rock of refuge for me, a mighty stronghold to save me. For you are my rock, my stronghold. For your name's sake, lead me and guide me. Release me from the snares they have hidden, for you are my refuge, Lord. Into your hands I commend my spirit. It is you who will redeem me, Lord.
O God of truth, you detest those who worship false and empty gods. As for me, I trust in the Lord. Let me be glad and rejoice in your love. You who have seen my affliction and taken heed of my soul's distress have not handed me over to the enemy, but set my feet at large. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Bow down down and hear me, Lord. Come to my rescue. Lord, let the light of your countenance shine on your servant. Lord, let the light of your countenance shine on your servant. Have mercy on me, O Lord, for I am in distress. Tears have wasted my eyes, my throat, and my heart, for my life is spent with sorrow and my years with sighs. Affliction has broken down my strength and my bones waste away. In the face of all my foes, I am a reproach, an object of scorn to my neighbors and of fear to my friends. Those who see me in the street run far away from me. I am like a dead man, forgotten, like a thing thrown away. I have heard the slander of the crowd. Fear is all around me as they plot together against me, as they plan to take my life. But as for me, I trust in you, Lord. I say, you are my God. My life is in your hands. Deliver me from the hands of those who hate me. Let your face shine on your servant. Save me in your love. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Lord, let the light of your countenance shine on your servant. Blessed be the Lord, for he has poured out his mercy upon me. Blessed be the Lord, for he has poured out his mercy upon me. How great is the goodness, Lord, that you keep for those who fear you, that you show to those who trust you in the sight of men. You hide them in the shelter of your presence from the plotting of men. You keep them safe within your tent from disputing tongues. Blessed be the Lord, who has shown me the wonders of his love in a fortified city. I am far removed from your sight, I said in my alarm. Yet you heard the voice of my plea when I cried for help. Love the Lord, all you saints. He guards his faithful, but the Lord will repay to the full those who act with pride. Be strong. Let your heart take courage, all who hope in the Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. God of kindness and truth, you saved your chosen one, Jesus Christ 
and you gave your martyrs strength. Watch over your people who come to you here and strengthen the hearts of those who hope in you, that they may proclaim your saving acts of kindness in the eternal city. Blessed be the Lord, for he has poured out his mercy upon me. You will hear the word from my mouth. You will tell others what I have said. From the book of Proverbs. My son, forget not my teaching. Keep in mind my commands. For many days and years of life and peace will they bring you. Let not kindness and fidelity leave you. Bind them around your neck. Then you will win favor and good esteem before God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. On your own intelligence rely not. In all your ways be mindful of him, and he will make straight your paths. Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. This will mean health for your flesh and vigor for your bones. Honor the Lord with your wealth, with first fruits of all your produce. Then will your barns be filled with grain, with new wine your vats will overflow. The discipline of the Lord, my son, disdain not, spurn not his reproof. For when the Lord loves, he reproves, and he chastises the son he favors. Happy the man who finds wisdom, the man who gains understanding. For her profit is better than profit in silver, and better than gold is her revenue. She is more precious than corals, and none of your choice possessions can compare with her. Long life is in her right hand, and her left are riches and honor. Her ways are pleasant ways, and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to those who grasp her, and he is happy who holds her fast. The Lord by wisdom founded the earth, established the heavens by understanding. By his knowledge the depths break open and the clouds drop down dew. The Word of the Lord Do not resent the Lord's correction, and take no offense when he rebukes you. For For those whom he loves, the Lord reproves, just just as a father chastises a favorite son. God is treating you as his sons. For what son is there whom his father does not discipline? For For those those whom he loves, the Lord reproves, just as a father chastises a favorite son. From an old Slavonic life of Constantine. Constantine, already burdened by many hardships, became ill. At one point during his extended illness, he experienced a vision of God and began to sing this verse. My spirit rejoiced and my heart exulted, 
because they told me we shall go into the house of the Lord. Afterward he remained dressed in the vestments that were to be venerated later, and rejoiced for an entire day, saying, From now on I am not the servant of the emperor or of any man on earth, but of Almighty God alone. Before I was dead, now I am alive, and I shall live forever. Amen. The following day, he assumed the monastic habit and took the religious name Cyril. He lived the life of a monk for fifty days. When the time came for him to set out from this world to the peace of his heavenly homeland, he prayed to God with his hands outstretched and his eyes filled with tears. O Lord, my God, you have created the choirs of angels and spiritual powers. You have stretched forth the heavens and established the earth, creating all that exists from nothing. You hear those who obey your will and keep your commands in holy fear. Hear my prayer and protect your faithful people, for you have established me as their unsuitable and unworthy servant. Keep them free from harm and the worldly cunning of those who blaspheme you. Build up your church and gather all into unity. Make your people known for the unity and profession of their faith. Inspire the hearts of your people with your word and your teaching. You called us to preach the gospel of your Christ and to encourage them to lives and works pleasing to you. I now return to you, your people, your gift to me. Direct them with your powerful right hand and protect them under the shadow of your wings. May all praise and glorify your name, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Once he had exchanged the gift of peace with everyone, he said, Blessed be God, who did not hand us over to our invisible enemy, but freed us from his snare and delivered us from perdition. He then fell asleep in the Lord at the age of forty-two. The patriarch commanded all those in Rome, both the Greeks and Romans, to gather for his funeral. They were to chant over him together and carry candles. They were to celebrate his funeral as if he had been a pope. This they did. You spoke to your saints and told them, I have exalted one chosen from the people. I have found David my servant. With my holy oil I have anointed him. The power of my hand will be with him. I will give you shepherds after my own heart. They will nourish you on knowledge and understanding. With my holy oil I have anointed him. The power of my hand will be with him. O God, who enlightened the Slavic peoples through the brothers St. Cyril and Methodius, grant that our hearts may grasp the words of your teaching and perfect us as a people of one accord in true faith and right confession. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. 22 minutes before the hour, we'll check out today's gospel in just a few minutes. 
along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer, all coming up on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app on the Memorial of St. Cyril and Methodius. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, there's nothing wrong with signs and wonders. The problem is that the Pharisees were telling Jesus, prove it to us. It's from the 8th chapter of the Gospel of Mark. The Pharisees came and began to argue with him, seeking from him a sign from heaven to test him. He sighed deeply in his spirit. Why does this generation seek a sign? Truly, I say to you, no sign shall be given to this generation. And he left them. And getting into the boat again, he departed to the other side. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Cyril and Methodius spent a good chunk of their lives evangelizing the Slavic people. Now it's our job to re-evangelize the world. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 6, Special Feasts. Christianity gave Europe its unity. A multitude of races and cultures came together through the church and based their coexistence on Christian principles. The conversion of Europe did not happen overnight. It ended up by taking over 1,000 years. This was an endeavor full of triumphs and apparent failures, an enterprise to which each people contributed their particular genius. As always, the providence of God was predicated on the cooperation of men. Above all else, the conversion of Europe was a religious phenomenon which at the same time figured as an essential factor in the development of Western culture. Even to this day, Europe remains somewhat united according to certain essential principles in law and custom which derive from her Christian roots. These contemporary values include the dignity of the human person, the desire for social justice and human freedom, industriousness, the spirit of enterprise and initiative, love for the family, respect for life, respect for other peoples, the longing for social harmony, and international peace. Side by side with these noble values, we also find in modern Europe the steady growth of atheism and skepticism. We see widespread moral uncertainty, the disintegration of the family, and the deterioration of Christian customs. Many countries have adopted anti-human legislation, such as legalized abortion, a social tragedy which gives the notion of modern progress an ominously barbaric character. The only way to respond to this new paganism is with a new evangelization. It is the Christian's vocation to overcome evil with an abundance of good. This is what the Lord is asking of all of us, whether we are many or few, young or old, we need to reach out to the people who are around us. We would do well to recall that moving call of the Holy Father at Santiago de Compostela during his first visit to Spain. I, Bishop of Rome and Shepherd of the Universal Church, from Santiago 
utter to you, Europe of the ages, a cry full of love. Find yourself again. Be yourself. Discover your origins. Revive your roots. Return to those authentic values which made your history a glorious one and your presence so beneficent in the other continents. God is counting on us to re-Christianize society in the same way that the first Christians did. How much work there is to do! Without abandoning our professional and family duties, we need to put our best efforts into this momentous task. We have to lead lives of faith. We have to become men and women of prayer, people who know how to deal personally with the one who loves us above everything. It is essential that all our activity be anchored in the Holy Mass, the center and root of the interior life. In addition, we need to draw strength and receive pardon in the sacrament of penance. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Fifteen minutes before the hour, time to pray. We join the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. I come to the end of my pilgrimage and enter the presence of God? When will I come to the end of my pilgrimage and enter the presence of God? Like the deer that yearns for running streams, so my soul is yearning for you, my God. My soul is thirsting for God, the God of my life. When can I enter and see the face of God? My tears have become my bread, by night, by day, as I hear it said all the day long, Where is your God? These things will I remember as I pour out my soul, how I would lead the rejoicing crowd into the house of God, 
Amid cries of gladness and thanksgiving, the throng wild with joy. Why are you cast down, my soul? Why groan within me? Hope in God, I will praise him still, my Savior and my God. My soul is cast down within me as I think of you, from the country of Jordan and Mount Hermon, from the hill of Mizar. Deep is calling on deep, in the roar of waters. Your torrents and all your waves swept over me. By day the Lord will send his loving kindness. By night I will sing to him, praise the God of my life. I will say to God, my rock, Why have you forgotten me? Why do I go mourning, oppressed by the foe? With cries that pierce me to the heart, my enemies revile me, saying to me all the day long, Where is your God? Why are you cast down, my soul? Why groan within me? Hope in God. I will praise him still, my Savior and my God. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Father in heaven, when your strength takes possession of us, we no longer say, Why are you cast down, my soul? So now that the surging waves of our indignation have passed over us, let us feel the healing calm of your forgiveness. Inspire us to yearn for you always, like the deer for running streams, until you satisfy every longing in heaven. When will I come to the end of my pilgrimage and enter the presence of God? Lord, show us the radiance of your mercy. Lord, show us the radiance of your mercy. Come to our aid, O God of the universe, and put all the nations in dread of you. Raise your hand against the heathen, that they may realize your power. As you have used us to show them your holiness, so now use them to show us your glory. Thus they will know, as you know, that there is no God but you. Give new signs and work new wonders. Show forth the splendor of your right hand and arm. Gather all the tribes of Jacob, that they may inherit the land as of old. Show mercy to the people called by your name, Israel, whom you named your firstborn. Take pity on your holy city, Jerusalem, your dwelling place. Fill Zion with your majesty, your temple with your glory. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, show us the radiance of your mercy. The vaults of heaven ring with your praise, O Lord. The vaults of heaven ring with your praise, O Lord. 
The heavens proclaim the glory of God, and the firmament shows forth the work of his hands. Day unto day takes up the story, and night unto night makes known the message. No speech, no word, no voice is heard, yet their span extends through all the earth, their words to the utmost bounds of the world. There he has placed a tent for the sun. It comes forth like a bridegroom coming from his tent, rejoices like a champion to run its course. At the end of the sky is the rising of the sun. To the furthest end of the sky is its course. There is nothing concealed from its burning heat. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. To enlighten the world, Father, you sent to us your word as the Son of Truth, and justice shining upon mankind. Illumine our eyes that we may discern your glory in the many works of your hand. The The vaults vaults of of heaven heaven ring ring with with your praise, praise, O O Lord. A reading from the letter to the Hebrews. Remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Consider how their lives ended and imitate their faith. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Do not be carried away by all kinds of strange teaching. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God. On your walls, Jerusalem, I have set my watchmen to guard you. On your your walls, walls, Jerusalem, I have set my watchmen to guard you. Day or night, they will not cease to proclaim the name of the Lord. I have set my watchmen to guard you. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. On your walls, Jerusalem, I have set my watchmen to guard you. Holy and righteous in his sight, they serve the Lord all the days of their lives. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace.
Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Holy and righteous in His sight, they serve the Lord all the days of their lives. Christ is the Good Shepherd who laid down His life for His sheep. Let us praise and thank Him as we pray. Nourish your people, Lord. Christ, you decided to show your merciful love through your holy shepherds. Let your mercy always reach us through them. Nourish your people, Lord. Through your vicars, you continue to perform the ministry of Shepherd of Souls. Direct us always through our leaders. Nourish your people, Lord. Through your holy ones, the leaders of your people, you served as physician of our bodies and our spirits. Continue to fulfill your ministry of life and holiness in us. Nourish your people, Lord. You taught your flock through the prudence and love of your saints. Grant us continual growth in holiness under the direction of our pastors. Nourish your people, Lord. And now let us pray with confidence as Christ our Lord asked. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. O God, who enlightened the Slavic peoples through the brothers St. Cyril and Methodius, grant that our hearts may grasp the words of your teaching and perfect us as a people of one accord in true faith and right confession. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Thank you for your support last week during the Relevant Radio Winter Pledge Drive. It's because of you that we keep on doing what we're doing. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the app. You go out, make this a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.